And now, from Grid Square Echo Mike 48, this is 100 Watts and a Wire. Welcome back, friends. It's Christian. My call sign is Kilo Zero Sierra Tango Hotel, along with Steve Whiskey 7 United Delta India. And uh, live on YouTube, you get to watch us make the donuts. We're here. You get to see a live show as it's being produced. The audio is then distributed through the podcast side, and you can watch the uh, stream anytime by subscribing on YouTube. Click the notification bell. That way you won't miss anything. We're talking about today and the first part of the show about, you know, how to keep, uh, how can you keep a balance in ham radio? And it's an interesting little wordplay thing I was doing, but we're going to start with antenna systems. And Steve was teaching us all about uh, balance in the first part. Now, and we can talk about a little bit about some questions. You want to try to take some Q&A type of stuff? We can certainly do that. Also, we have to give away an antenna. We'll do that yes. around uh, just about uh, 15 minutes or so. So put your call signs, if you will, in the chat. Anytime you put your call sign in the chat today, you'll be qualified for uh, a new antenna. And uh, it's sponsored by LDG, 12 weeks of antennas. And we've got five more weeks, Steve. Then we got to figure out wow. something else to give away. Then we'll start giving away. I don't know. What do you got back there, Steve? <laughs> <laughs> we'll have something new. But we've still got five uh, good weeks of antennas. Put your mm -hmm. call sign uh, in there. Let's. Uh, you want to look at some uh, some of the questions that are coming yeah, in? And let's try the questions because I'm missing so much, uh, so much uh, as the chat goes by. Mike, uh, Whiskey 7, Mike, Julia Kilo asked, I have a Zygu G90 for portable. Mm -hmm. He uses a 44-foot vertical wire and a 44-foot 40 40 counterpoise, no coax. PL259 with binding post, tuned in with an internal tuner. Do I mm -hmm. need a Balan? Part of my research that I was looking into uh, with balance is that uh, some folks are saying yes, have a balance at the at the feed point. It um, which was kind of interesting and um, enough. To, it was basically the same thing to kind of keep that common mode current uh, from coming back. Well, if you, yeah, it's a little tough uh, when you're out there in the field and. Uh, and trying to, you know, keep things light and set up a, a portable operation. But in part of the looking into this, and I started thinking, well, wait a minute. If you put your coax on the ground, our, RF kind of gets absorbed by the, by the, by the dirt, basically. It, and so laying or run a coax on the ground or underground is a kind of will choke uh, some of the common mode current, uh, coming back to your to your station now granted you know we're dealing with low power chances of you getting bit by stuff like you know rf burns is pretty low but it uh i've been you know researching some vertical antennas and there are people have been putting a uh, basically a choke or a current mode balance or current balance at their feed point and uh but which becomes more un un you know, we've heard you've heard the balun, and then you have un un unbalanced to unbalanced, and uh, but it's basically the same thing. It's a transformer or a choke. So it, it's, but in a portable operation, I just say lay the coax on the ground and run with it. Yeah, some interesting points also coming in. 
about the uh, news stories we were talking about, the two-story segment. Uh, Brett, WY7BG says, perhaps we can sell a future Congress on giving the U.S. a STEM advantage by waiving the fee in many cases. Interesting point. I guess we need to take up a pen to paper and start mm-hmm. talking about this. He, uh, he continues, how about a merit-based award? Uh, learn code at five words per minute and get a $35 voucher. All right. Uh, okay. Being, I mean, being creative here, you know. I, I, no, I love the creativity, and it's like, okay, how do we, yeah, uh, just not to be, you know, the curmudgeon here, and it's, but code's not required. So it, uh, I don't know. How do we administer it? But, I mean, it's a great idea. I, I like it. Uh, something, and I like the STEM part. And, Me too. But, yeah, we have to, we're going to have to lobby Congress and uh, try to get an exemption out of it. Uh, but I'm with you, Brett. We got to be so active. I mean, we, we need to write letters and let people know. I think we kind of just go along with it. And we, we, we do, not just this case, but, in, you know, and I don't do politics and certainly not here. I uh, got an eye, mindful eye and a, an opinion on it all. But, um, you know, in terms of doing things, you know, are you going to pick up the pen? You know, I do like the idea of our leadership, say the league, they're already established. They've been around for quite a long time. They have a relationship. Maybe the program needs to run through them, and then these offshoot ideas can can happen. Um, but I do appreciate the comment. Uh, let's see. Do you think the fee will open up some vanity call signs? That one's from Kevin K N six I I W. I think it will. I'm there has been you know for a number of years the the vanity hoarders as I call them. They just you know constantly go, they abuse the system to be frank and uh they're just constantly changing and uh, hoarding up these calls and then and then they become inactive for you know or uneligible for two years and uh it just turns into a into a mess the system has been gamed and i think this fee is going to slow that way down unless someone wants to you know keep you know every time they go putting in for a a vanity uh, update they you know if they want to throw $35 at each time they want to do it then so be it it's but uh you know us hams we're kind of frugal uh, <laughs> that's we, nice talking about politically correct yeah, <laughs> yeah we're cheap frugal but, yeah, for, uh, for the most part we're pretty frugal and uh i'm not going to be you know throwing around $35 to to give to the government i already give them enough money as it is so right yeah yeah, pick something you like. Try to stay with it. Here's a question going back to balance here, a topic for today. Can I add a dirty balance to my homebrew 20-meter dipole? This yeah. This sh- should help. The with ugly balance. Uh, and it's really, it's really simple. It's just uh, about 18 to 21 feet of cable, and you just kind of wrap it. Get, get like a, a two-liter soda bottle and use that as the form, and then you just wrap the coax around that that bottle now don't just wrap it up and then it's just this ugly looking thing you want to have them all lined up nice and neat and 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 all it becomes the ugly ballon and then you secure it all up but a two liter soda bottle would be a great form or six or eight inch irrigation pipe uh is another one but not everybody has access to irrigation pipe but any big pvc pipe will uh you use that as a form so just look up ugly ballon but uh that's uh, a way that 
uh, you don't have to go buy one. And all it's doing is is providing the choke to keep the RF coming down on the shield or the outside of your, your cable. You're reducing the common mode current. Going back to the uh, licensing from Paul, KD2HJW, if you pay the $35 to take your tech test and pass, do you have to repay if you want to take your general? Yes, it will be an upgrade. So every time you upgrade, it's going to be... So uh, maybe we'll get creative in with the VE sessions. So you still you pay your $15 uh, to the VE session. Those are administrative fees for the VE. And then... Then the $35 is the FCC fee. So I would say if you're going to go go from zero to hero and go from, from having, having nothing to walking out with an extra, and I would think it would be one fee, so it would be the $15, and then you take three tests, or and then the $35 for the, the new license, and, well, you passed all three tests, and... Now you're an extra, so you go from zero to hero. We have another question here about balance. When you have an antenna that can be fed with ladder line, is it better to have the balance at the feed point or in the shack? On the basis that ladder line generally is lower loss than coax, talking HF. I would put the, so we're going to use like this balance because this is, has the posts here. And that, this is what a lot of people do when they have loops and things is that they will uh, have their loop and then they feed it with ladder line and they bring it just to the uh, to the eve of the house or their and then transition from the ladder line to coax, which is much easier to get inside the house. And most tuners uh, have uh, coax connections for uh, for uh, their connections, not I mean, there are tuners that have balance line uh, connection. Ideally, you want to bring your balance line into the shack, but that there's a, you know, getting it through <laughs> the penetration is the is the bigger issue. But put your balance just outside the, uh, say, hang it under to the eave, do your four to one balance, and then bring your coax straight into your into your rig, and you're good to go. We have so many questions coming in. This is great. Please use the form uh, that I'm dropping. Um, into the chat so we can uh help you with that we've got some good noise uh solar questions going on i'm poking around to see and we'll get to them as they come uh let's see as we move on here okay power supplies these are getting a little a little <laughs> too awful stick with that one there's a lot of comments there power supplies that's, uh, that's another one two different and, types yeah we have linear and, and switching power supplies so those are your standard two classes of power supplies here's a um, here's a question from ed wb5 ort any idea how the fees affect the grohl g-r-o-l there hasn't been a fee i know of so far i don't uh, there probably will be a fee so if uh the nice thing about the grohl the general radio operator's license is uh basically the commercial license it's uh, once you do it it's a one-time fee you because it's a lifetime license so if you don't have it uh get it now and if uh, or after the fact it will be you know the one-time fee but we'd have to go look back in the federal register or the proposal i mean they probably laid it out uh they're they're putting on fees on everything so i i didn't look for it specifically because 
I've had my Grawl since uh, the early 80s, so I don't have to worry about it right now. But uh, that's a that's a good point. Uh, the uh, and, and all the license classes is uh, anything that the FCC issues the license. There's going to be a fee associated with it. Yeah. Ian says uh, $35 isn't bad for many of us. For many, however, it can be a barrier to entry for mm-hmm. staying in the hobby. It's a good point. Yes. And again, like we said, I see both sides of this. And I try to look at the root of the problem. And we, we know this is coming from Congress, not that they're the root of the problem. But now we have to look for, it's like, Steve, what do you, you overcome, right? You adapt and overcome. So now we kind of, we know what's coming. We know what we have to deal with. You know, I'm in favor of more so arguing about the point that this fee sucks. Okay, we got it. Good. Next. So, well, well there was a there was a time when, uh, not too long ago, the FCC charged us for vanity calls, and um, there was a, a fee involved in that. This was, you know, maybe ten years ago when they finally eliminated it, because what was happening was that you had to, you know, you applied for your vanity call, then you. Then you have to go to another site to do your fee and then everything. But if you didn't get the vanity call, then the FCC had to re, um, reimburse you or, you know, pay you back, ref- refund basically the, uh, the fee because you didn't get the vanity call. That turned into be an administrative nightmare for them. And they ended up costing the, le- the, the leak, the, the commission more money than they were collecting. So it, um, this is, uh, I, you know, I don't think the FCC really wants to do this, especially for for us. But you know, they've been told by their bosses, which is Congress, so that thou shall do this. And yeah, so let's we'll see how about it plays ways. out. I think we just need that collection place, and I think it's the league. I think um, it needs to be the league. And what a way for the league to actually stand up and say, "We're here for you. We're going to develop this program." And maybe they are, and I just don't know. Maybe they yeah. are. I hope they do. I hope they do become the place where our fees to the league help pay for somebody in a position to help some other future hams come in and make these sort of um, these well, changes. Or we can donate. You know, it's like, hey, I want to, you know, they have the RF spectrum fund. Well, how about let's have a licensing fund to help people. That, and, they, and then it's a, like a grant or something that people would go and there if it's, you know, for youth, it's, you know, someone under 21 years old for, and I'm just picking an age, just under 21 or 18, they want to get licensed and they pay the fee and then they get, they get their license and then they can go back and say, okay, I want to get a, a grant from the league to reimburse this $35 or, you know, the $50. I think something could be worked out and using the league as that, center point the repository that i think they're in the best position to do that now whether the league will do it or not will right. be another story yeah Maybe and then some not, other who steps up. Step up you so, know who steps up if they don't do that and you know look this is just two guys on a saturday morning throwing more work on uh, really good people at the league the exactly. league takes a lot of crap guys and um you know whether it was from the top somebody doing something that upset you or some changes along the way. There's a lot of good people that work for the league and we need to remember that when we, when we go button heads and thinking about the league, but uh, this is two guys throwing a lot of w- more work onto them saying, Hey, maybe you want to pick this up and figure this out. But I just do. And you pull back from it. 
this, it makes sense. So let's create something. I love the donation angle where it's, again, you're donating to something that's an entity that's been around, mm-hmm. you know, decades and decades and decades over a century now. Right. So it seems like a safe place to do it. I don't like to pile work on the people, but think about it. Our leadership at the league, hopefully it gets to the table and they're, they're going to discuss this. That, that would be ideal uh, for us. W7JET says, uh, not a question, but a clarification. The $35 fee is for each license. So if you take all three licenses in one day, it's $35 times three. So 105 uh, from zero to hero. To hero. <laughs> well, hey, you got to pay for a cape and yeah. tights. Look, we don't have all the answers. And that big S on the chest. <laughs> <laughs> the big S is embroidered, I think. So. Yeah, that costs money. So, yeah, we've got a combination of questions that are happening today. We've got balance questions that are happening. We've got the uh, news story, which is very thought-provoking here. We so much going on. So please continue to put your questions uh, that you may have, because I've got a, a pile already that uh, Steve and I are going to try to tackle here in just a moment. So we're going to take our, uh, our break, and when we come back, We've got more questions. They're coming in. It's very exciting. And hopefully we've got the right answers for you. So give us a minute. We'll come back and we'll get to more of your questions next on 100 Watts and a Wire. Desktop tuners are one of the most popular ham radio accessories. LDG has just come out with the Z100A desktop tuner, and it works with all modern HF radios like ICOM, Yaesu, Alinko, Kenwood, and more. The Z100A has LDG's famous 10-to-1 SWR tuning range that matches dipoles, verticals, N-fed long wires, G5RVs, or even an off-center fed Wyndham. Easy integration means plug-and-play operation. Installation could not be simpler. The Z100A's tuner goes everywhere with your HF radio. Desktop, portable, parks, islands, or tall summits. LDG is a family-owned and operated company dedicated to bringing advanced quality products to the amateur market. Our focus is anticipating our customers' needs and providing them with world-class support. Don't forget, LDG products carry a full two-year fully transferable warranty. Support is only a phone call or email away. We're always here to help you. LDG Electronics. Everywhere you look, there's an LDG. And BioNO Power, offering the best performance lithium iron phosphate batteries for your ham radios. Visit BioNOPower.com. That's B I O E N N O P O W E R.com. Or contact dealers nationwide. Sindidi, and welcome back. It's Christian K0STH. Steve's here, W7UDI. We are taking your questions, and boy, this has been. Uh, Quite, quite a morning here. It's very exciting. It's very exciting. Yeah. I'm going to put this link in. Again, if and you have questions. Welcome to the new year. <laughs> right. You're all feisty. Yeah. I've been drinking. Mm. It's all Ed's fault. Yeah, I mean, he, he started off on the pre-show, uh, you know, pretzels and beer. Mm-hmm. Sounds like a very exciting thing. So I'm going to drop this form in here to keep the questions and the conversations going. Welcome to our friends on Twitch. I believe we have like two followers on the Twits, but uh, Twitch, that's Twitch. what it's called. It's called a Twitch. We're sending it out to uh, Facebook. 
Of course, YouTube, you're welcome to subscribe and click the notification bell. We have to give away an antenna right now. So uh, if you would like to win an antenna, we have five more weeks. This week and four more. And then we're going to give away something in the sh something, maybe on Steve Shack. I don't know. We'll give away <laughs> something else. Uh, but we've got uh, plenty more antennas to give away. Put your call signs into the chat uh, or even into the comments after. We'll get you. We'll pick a winner from there. So uh, last week we talked about giving away the sexy flagpole antenna. Yeah. And I really don't know too much about this thing. I don't know. I, I imagine it. Yeah, I don't know. I want to see it. Who, whoever wins this week, I'd like to see it in play. You don't have to be here right now, but I uh, want to work them. Yeah. I want to work them. I want to know. And and this is perfect for like your HOA type of situations where you're you're dealing with you. You've got to hide, keep a low profile. Now, if you don't have a flagpole, you know you may have to construct some sort of mast where you put a flag up there at the top, mm -hmm. which is always. Uh, you know, uh, our glory, old oh, glory up there and make a beautiful flag and and do that sort of thing. But um, you're going to need to kind of hide it on a flagpole situation. And that's how it works. Got to be wire. Imagine. Never seen it. You ready for this? You ready? Yes. If you were here last week, I bought a boom. All right, Paul. Our winner is Paul. Whiskey pa -pa. 8. Paul. I like that. <laughs> Whiskey 8. Papa. Alpha whiskey. Nice. Uh, congratulations. You're going to win the, the uh, flagpole antenna. Congratulations, yeah. Paul. Way to go. Get it out to you there. Uh, and uh, I'd like you to put it up somehow. Get it up there. Even if you have a mask. Not everybody's got a flagpole. I understand. But, um, you know, get, you get keep going for it. Get her up. Get her up there. So we have to figure out what we're going to do now. We've got five more weeks. We've got four more weeks of giveaways now that we just gave away mm. number five. Just to refresh a little bit, we've got uh, your old-fashioned dipole playing on the radio. <laughs> That's the dog's house. Uh, something wrong with us. Me, mostly. we got a dipole. It's a cut for 40, but you could take it to 20. You could make it whatever you wanted from that point. You could even add wire if you wanted to. But uh, we got dipole. We've got an off-center-fed dipole. We have a 40-meter sky loop that you could do. We've got the antenna, the uh, flagpole antenna, and an N-fed. So we're getting down to the nitty-gritty. Just four weeks left, friends. Call signs. Drop them in. What do you want to do? Dipole. Thinking dipole. Oh, you want to go old-fashioned dipole? Just yeah, old-fashioned dipole. If you, you can make it a link dipole. You can add some wire Ooh. to it. Oh, what a cool project. Yes. Oh, they're fun to build. Link dipole. That's my portable. Link dipole. All right. We're going to do an old-fashioned dipole. Mm-hmm. Very you good. You can make it for 60 meters if you want to operate on 60, or you can add... If you have the room, add for 80 meters. And mm -hmm. then if you really have the room, you can add yeah. another link to oh, make it baby. to 160. Can you imagine a 160 wire? You better try to get that up. Not just high for performance, but you're going to be drooping. You're going to oh, droop. Yeah. Pull it, baby. Pull it. Yeah. All right. We've got a lot of questions okay. that we're going to get to. And uh, hopefully we can help you. I dropped a um, form into the chat because you guys are increasing in size 
and it's a wonderful thing, but um, it's hard to uh, keep everything in balance, which has been a focus of our show this week. Let's see. Let's kick right in here. This is another balancing question. I have the vertical element of a diamond BB7V and a 4 to 1 balance. Would using a 4 to 1 unin work to load the vertical against the ground for use on 20 to 10 meters? Is it difficult to rewire a balance to an unin? Well, it basically is an unin. Uh, I mean, an unin and a balance are the same, they're just a transformer. And that's uh, just how, uh, in, in this case, let's take this. Here's your four to one balance. So here, oh, I'm going to bring it up. So your shield, this is ground is the outer case here. This guy right up here, one will go to ground. And this one will go to your, to your vertical. And, uh, it would, this will operate as a, as an onion, a four to one out onion. So it just, um, it will work. Um, now, did the vertical come with the four to one balance? I mean, that's kind of, but I'm not super familiar with that particular uh, antenna. And it might be designed that it has a an impedance of 200 ohms at the feed point. So the four to one balance is, or unin, is going it, to, it, truly, that's what it's going to be an unin because the antenna, a vertical antenna, is an unbalanced antenna. It's not a, it's not a balanced antenna. So it'll be an unin. So. But typically, your vertical impedance is going to be around 36 ohms, so okay. close to 50 ohms. Good deal here. Here's a tower climbing question. Ooh. We've got a question from uh, Ricardo. We need an engineer for our tower at the Disney Club. The local authority would not let us work on it. The tower's old. Any suggestion? Man lift. That, that way you don't have to climb it if... Uh, uh, if depending on how tall the tower is, uh, we need an engineer. So yeah, probably to do a structural analysis of the tower. And, um, that's probably going to be required, uh, by the, the site owner. And, um, but if you need to, you know, get up there, consider renting a man lift. And, uh, that way you don't have to physically climb the tower and, uh, it's safer and much better way to do. That's how I changed my uh, my HF antenna here uh, a couple months ago. I just rented an 85-foot man lift and did it that way. Now, are they uh, in your business? I know several people, some broadcast engineers are using drones to kind of go up and get a look. Do you see a lot mm -hmm. more of that happening? It's, it's becoming more commonplace that uh, the use of a, a drone to do a kind of a visual inspection or something, you know, Hey, we got a problem up here. Let's send the, you know, the, the bird up and take a quick look, take a few pictures and then uh, analyze it uh, after the fact before, you know, climbing it. And, uh, and at least you have an idea what you're dealing with before going up. I wonder how accurate they can be. I bet you the cameras are pretty good, mm -hmm. but it'd be a, you know, you're up there looking at it directly you know, as a climber, someone who gets up there and can actually see the nitty gritty of it. I wonder if those cameras uh, are, are very accurate and working in that way, but they they're, seem like they're pretty they're, good. Yeah, they're, they're not bad. And you can zoom them. in and then, you know, it's basically saves it to a little SD card on the bird. And uh, in the case of my DJI uh, Phantom or not the Phantom, the, it, um, the Mavic that's that I have, it uh, saves it right there. It's, uh, 
think it's a 12 or 24 megapixel uh, camera and just zoom in, save the photo, uh, offload it into the computer, and then you can, you know, kind of zoom in on the picture and get a pretty good idea. The the idea of him saying that the tower is old, uh, does that ra raise any red flags for you? I mean, uh, in terms of proceeding with caution? Um, it's, yeah, it could be, you know, what how you know has the tower had any maintenance done on it has it one of the last time was inspected um it uh there's you know being old doesn't mean that it's not you know serviceable or usable or safe it just a lot of it is was it neglect how long has it been neglected because you know for the most part towers are put up and forgotten about nowadays there's um inspections and uh and there's you know, people are taking a little more uh, proactive measures on you know, towers and uh, keeping them up because of the liabilities and uh, involved in it. So, all right, a lot has changed over the years. Well, we have a friend here says a neighbor two houses down, less than two hundred feet, installed solar panel oh. last week. I'm afraid that will create noise on the lower frequencies. How to tell? And if so. How to approach the problem? Well, it's uh, yeah, that's the that's the issue. It's uh, get an get a baseline right now, and see where the uh, the noise floor is, and uh, if you got uh, anywhere you can see like a an SDR receiver uh, or your pan adapter on your radio, if your radio has that, uh, kind of get a baseline. You know, you can take a picture of the uh, the S meter of your radio or just uh, on the various bands and say, okay, this is my noise floor. And then once um, the solar system goes into play, you'll know it uh, during the day when the, it's, it's not the panels themselves that are creating the problem. It's the inverters. It's the chargers as they call them, the solar chargers. Um, the good quality uh, chargers are RF quiet, but the cheaper ones are not. So They'll cause a, you know, a broadband noise. And yes, you can approach them. They're probably going to say the heck with it. I think your only recourse is, um, is to file a complaint with the FCC because they're supposed to meet part 15 and it, uh, the FCC might turn around and send a letter to the, to the homeowner saying, Hey, your solar system is, uh, causing interference to a licensed radio service and um it uh it could be you know get their attention but uh yeah it's a it's a touchy subject it's uh i know down in california they're they're requiring all new construction to have solar so it's i know our our folks down in uh, california are dealing with it and they probably have you know they'd be a a, a good resource there to you know see what they've dealt with and how to remedy it but uh, yeah, get a baseline, get it before it went into play. And then you'll see the difference between daylight and the evening because at night solar panels are not working. So, Okay. We got a question uh, from Kilo Delta eight, Victor Romeo X-ray regarding the vertical antenna choke. Couldn't you use snap on ferrite beads on the coax to prevent mm -hmm. common mode choke? Yeah, you can do that. Uh, a lot of there are kits out there that have uh, that use ferrite beats, and uh, 
the snap-on ones are good. You can get if you get a big enough snap-on one, you can put a couple of loops through the uh, the snap-on, and uh, uh, that will do the same choking effect. And then, or you just put on three or four or five uh, uh, right next to each other, and uh, yep, that, that will work. Okay, we've got a question from Ed. I have built and used an ugly Balin from RG8X running a little power, 600 watts. I have been shy of using that coax for building the choke from. Using RG8 seems unreasonable. What do you think? Mm, you can still deal with RG8. In fact, I've built ugly balance with RG8, just, you know, six or eight inch uh, diameter. Uh, and then just wrap your coils onto that, onto that form. And, uh, but yeah, if you want to go really tight, <laughs> But, uh, yeah, you want to have a uh, six or eight inch diameter or size of a two liter uh, soft drink bottle or is a another form. But uh, I've used six inch irrigation pipe as the uh, as the form. Good deal. Now, here's one that's loaded up, Steve. This one's going to be tough here. Let's see. Larry says, I'm thinking of joining the ARRL. What are the pros versus the cons i should say that steve and i are both members i've been a member since getting my license i believe you're a lifetime member right yes i am okay so we'll keep it simple for you larry i think that the arrl is our only voice uh they are not perfect but they are trying and uh i think we need them the backside is having a show like this a ham radio talk show where I may criticize the league. I may criticize moves. I may celebrate moves. I may encourage them to do new things like we have, uh, you know, on a re recent episode. So I believe um, it's good for me to be a member because they do provide me some representation. And if I'm going to talk about them in any way, if I'm going to have a voice, then I think that it's only fitting for me to, uh, to be an active member steve maybe talk about your lifetime membership why you did it and uh why you're still you know a member i did it because i believe in the league i think it's a uh, it's a good organization yes it has problems it's like any organizations they have their ups and downs and they have some issues and and it's um it, the majority of the leadership is or all is you know volunteers it's us and um and I wanted to have a voice in it. And it's uh, it's easy to sit in the cheap seats and criticize the league and everything. But to really have a say-so in it, you become a member. And uh, then you have, you have a little bit of clout as a member. Because it is a membership organization. So, And if, you know, the leadership in the organization is not listening to us, the membership, then we vote them out. And, uh, and this has happened here recently. There's been kind of a shakeup in the league and things have changed. And it's, you know, like uh, any large organization, it's going to take time. It doesn't happen overnight. But uh, I, they do represent us. They are our lobbying firm, basically, to, you know, the FCC and Congress and, uh and the more members the league has, the more clout. Now, unfortunately, you know, there's the league is around 150, 160,000 members, give or take. And uh, we have 800,000 plus uh, licensed amateurs. So it's, you know, it represents a, you know, uh, 
twenty percent of the uh, of the of the hobby. And uh, but as far as the pros and cons, the con- the the cons is fifty bucks a year. That plain and simple. Plus our license fees and everything. Yeah, it's, it's money involved. The uh, the pros is that there's you know we have QST and there's you know that magazine that comes along. There's QEX and there's uh, you know a few other. Uh, publications that are available. There's the resources that the league has, uh, product reviews that the league does on, you know, a piece of equipment. And being a member, you can go back and look up, you know, uh, uh, product reviews and articles and uh, the repository there. And um, I've used them to renew my license. And uh, as they, they're they're a VE, so there's there are some member benefits that. Uh, that made it. I mean, my renewal was just easy peasy. I just dealt with it with the league and bam, it was done. I could have done it myself. The last time I just said, I'll let the league do it. And it was pretty straightforward. I, yeah, I could have done it, got on ULS system and go through the whole monkey motions, but I figured oh, I'll give the, uh, the league a try and let's see how that process worked out. And it was really straightforward and easy. So there's some great, there's some good benefits to it. And, uh, I, I recommend joining. Now, whether you be a life member, that's a different story. That's that's up to you individually because it's a, a sizable financial investment. And uh, so it, it's, I, I think it's a, a, a worthwhile organization and to, and to be there. And also on top of it, they're a publisher. So they, there's a lot of good manuals and, and books that the league publishes for us in the hobby. And, uh, one great manual to have is the handbook. It covers a lot of things, uh, many things, and it's a great reference manual to have on your shelf. So it's Please remember uh, all that. You get a free book, right? They give you a book. Mm-hmm. You get you, your choice of the publications. So, you know, you have to make your own decisions, right? So we do that. But please remember everybody who is listening to us or watching us, these are people working for the league are good people. They're working very hard. It's probably quite thankless there. Um, they have leadership. Sometimes they've had, as Steve mentions, they, they've had leadership changes at the top. Things seem to be going in the right direction. We want to have some sort of hope and representation. So that's why I'm there. But by all means, remember that the people that work there are just like me and you, and they're just working there. They are executing what's happening. Um, so keep that in mind when you go up and you bash the league. I'd hate to work at a place where you think you're, you're doing some good and you know, the disagreements uh, drop down on the league. And that also hits some of the really good people working there. Yeah. So they don't make the decisions. They're just, they're worker bees and uh, don't take your frustrations out on that. That's what the directors are there for. You vote for the directors as a league member and you interface with them. If you have an issue with the with the league and the leadership, it's you you deal with it with the directors. You don't deal with the 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 staff. And uh, by all means, be you know they they're there to do a job and they want to do the you know a good job and help us out as as members. As members, we don't need to vent our frustrations with the staff. We need if you have frustrations or you have disagreements. That's what the directors are there for. They they're volunteers and they, you know, they've stepped up to be in the leadership role. And so they need to take the heat because they're in the kitchen. 
use their name, say their name. They they wanted to get up there to represent, write a letter, put pen and mm-hmm. paper, and you know, and see what happens. But there you go. Wow, this has been uh, quite an adventure, quite an adventure, and I hope all of this uh, helps you. Well, we've uh, we've reached the end of our show. It's been, it's been so busy. It moves so fast. I want to encourage anybody who's watching right now, please go subscribe to the YouTube channel. That's becoming the hub of all the content. You'll see questions and answers are put there in playlists. We've got several live streams. Uh, the next one coming up will be tomorrow night, 7 o'clock Central. I'll be doing play-by-play as the fellas hit the airwaves. And I might jump into. I've I've been playing around here in the uh, shack trying to get my microphone situated where it would work for me. But that's a, a get on the radio. That's what we want to do. We get on the radio, be active, use the bands. It's important. And uh, we'll share the show or the streams and the nets and the gatherings of the willings and the meet and greets all on the YouTube channel. So did we solve all the problems today or we probably need to go to the bathroom, fill up on coffee and keep going? <laughs> so, uh, don't forget to get your call signs in the uh, into the chat so that you'll be eligible for uh, next week's antenna giveaway. So to help encourage you to, uh, to drop your uh, call signs in there, here's the question for everyone in the chat room. Ginger or Marianne? Back to the old question, Ginger or Marianne? Marianne. We Keep lost Don Wells there just uh, recently. So, uh, in mind, if you know, only one of them is still alive. So, yep, I'm Ginger is still with us. I'm going to go with Ginger in this case. And now, if you're talking about on the show, oh, that gets harder. So, so, put your comments down in there. So, put your answer in there, Ginger or Marianne, along with your call sign, and you'll be eligible for the uh, antenna giveaway. I'm a Midwest farmer's daughter kind of girl. I, I like that sort of uh, girl next door thing. All right. Thank you all for joining us, Steve. Thank you. I think we fooled him again. We fooled him <laughs> again. Uh, really nice crowd today. I appreciate uh, you being here, and we look forward to reading your comments. We'll read through those uh, after the fact. The questions, uh, use the link. Okay, I think you can still use it. Many questions came in. I was able to pull from those. That's good. That's good. That way uh, we don't miss too much. And uh, I'll say 73, man. I think as we head into this new year, you know, and everybody's hopeful and wants some change. You know, we want a better thing. We want to be better away from this stupid virus, maybe away from all this fighting. In the end, and this is for our, our, our folks here in our country, uh, and not to soapbox it too much, but we're all Americans. You know, we're all Americans. That's where we need to be. Here is just a small little niche. We all love radio. We all love our country and our families. And we're trying to stay in those veins of things that we all love. Just remember that. We don't have to keep fighting each other. We're all Americans. Let's just talk on the radio, in person. I don't know. I, what's wrong with me, Steve? They're saying that old happy. He brought out the Americans and the peace and the love. I was like, I want to get him. But that's how I feel, man, is as, mm-hmm. as crazy as it gets. We're all, we're all in it together. So all in it together. And now I'll, I'll share the worldwide audience because we have uh, people listening in other countries. You know, we're all brothers and sisters. So uh, keep that in mind as we go forward. Steve, thanks so much, man. Have a great weekend. Stay dry. Don't fall on the ice. 
Yes, same to you. Yes, it's a slick one today. And we'll figure out something new to talk about next week. We appreciate you guys. 73, take care of yourselves. And by all means, if you can, please try and stay above the noise. 73. To join the 100 Watts in a Wire community, visit 100wattsinawire.com.